PFL flyweight Brendan Lockney. What's going on? Flyweight. Oh, sorry, featherweight. Featherweight. My bad. My bad. Stop. Something got mixed up. I'm gonna say I better lose some weight. <laughs> uh, now, uh, man, I saw that you went to Phuket in around the middle of February. You've been there ever since. Um, talk about that whole uh, that whole journey because I know it's been a journey now. I would say uh, this is probably about my tenth time to Phuket, uh, eight eight to ten times. Um, so I'm pretty used to the area and surroundings and the people. Uh, I've watched Tiger go from, you know, a little gym on the end of the soil to like kind of this up top three gyms in the world in my eyes. Now it is really. I mean, the size of it, the level of competition in there is, is great. It's great coaches, um, and yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really enjoying it. And like I say, even though this lockdown situation has come around. We're still managing to get extra sessions in and, and keep fit and keep healthy. And um, unfortunately, in my country right now, no one's even allowed to leave the house. So, you know, I can at least continue my career where I can. Was the initial plan for you to go down there and train until the, the tournament started or the season started? Yeah, I was supposed to fight on May 21st in Atlantic City or somewhere around there. I mean, they said somewhere on that side of the coast. Um and yeah, I was supposed to fight there, and then all of a sudden, it all got wiped away, obviously, because of what's gone on. Who knows when the season will start now? Um, we're hoping for July. Who knows? Um, all I can do is stay fit, healthy, and strong, and, and as ready as possible. So when you went down there, did you go with your team, or did you go alone? What was the whole uh, crew that, with you? No, so I have a coach in England. Um, he couldn't come. He's got stuff on at home. So he just said, look, you go out there. I'll come out for the last bit of your camp, and then we'll fly together to the fight. Um, obviously that didn't happen so now it's just kind of played by ear like I say no one really has a plan for what's going on everyone has to take day by day right now and that's kind of what I'm doing when you got there I know that there was like 100 people on the mat maybe more and then you slowly gradually saw that dwindle down dwindle down because of this pandemic talk about going to the gym every day and seeing the numbers shrink yeah when I first got it it, it was actually insane at one point I was posting pictures of like one mat, one side of the wall to the other. It was it was mind blowing how many people. So I'm not, I'm not just talking bodies. I'm talking to pro MMA class. We're talking pro fighters, like insane, insane numbers, insane level of fighters. Um, and it's a great place. Everyone's bouncing off each other. And like you say, the numbers went down and down and down to the point where I'm like, oh. And then, yeah, obviously, eventually cut off. And once it cut off, um, there's still a few people here knocking around who've managed to, like, wait it out. And the ones that have done that are kind of still training with each other. Matt's in the back garden sort of thing. So I'm still managing to take over. I'm not complaining one bit. I'm very fortunate right now. So there was no, there was at no point during your trip where you were like, oh, I need to get back to England. You're like, you're focused on getting your training done there and, and, and going and fighting eventually later this year. Well, I had a moment where the British embassy said, if you don't get on this flight, this is the last flight we're sending out here and we don't know when you'll be back. And I'm like, England's in a very bad state now. And I'm like, who knows when that's going to clear up over there. Thailand doesn't seem to be hit as bad. It might get worse. I took the risk, stayed out here. I'm glad I did. Um, and uh, no regrets. And if I have to stay here a bit longer or whatever happens, I'll deal with it on this side of the world. Phuket is an island, so it's kind of isolated from... You know, and plus, I heard that the bridges are locked down. Eventually, the airport's going to be shut down. Also, 
Um, how are you dealing with getting around? Is is life pretty much the same except for there's just less people and the training is, of course, different? Well, of course, in a very selfish way, my training's got better. Uh, like, all the coaches now are free. They're not doing anything. They're not, they don't have to teach 80 people at a time. I'm just training with them direct. Um, I've got world-class pad men who are free now. They're not in the gym all day and they need things to do. So, in a way, it's kind of benefited me in a crazy way. Uh, so you got to take the positives out of the negative situation, and I have done. So who who are the who is your crew right now? I'm pretty sure you got, like you said you got the coaches and you got the training partners. I've seen you working with uh, Fabio Fabio Pinka too, so that must have been pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, I mean I've got Frank Hickman, who's a great wrestler. I've got here right now. He's outside in the in the garden. Uh, so I've been wrestling with him most days. Fabio Pinka, a guy that I've idolized for a long time, is now living out here. Top three strikers in the world, in, in my eyes. I mean, beating Sanshai, beating Liam Harrison, all them type of guys. Insane resume. Uh, he's also making his MMA debut, so he fights at my weight as well. So it's perfect for me for striking. Uh, great wrestling. Got a really good pad man right now. Uh, I'm gelling with. Obviously, I've got the big Buddha, what I run quite frequently. I've got loads and loads of different things to do, and I'm actually my days go quite 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 fast. I mean. I'm actually enjoying my time here, even though this thing's happening. I'm really concentrating on what I need to 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 focus on for the tournament. It's absolutely littered with very wrestlers, very good wrestlers from the US, in particular, and that's what we're working on right now, me and Frank, on a day-to-day -day basis. So, I mean, like I say, took a big positive out of a negative situation. Yeah, it's, it's like you have a more advantageous situation compared to a lot yeah. of guys around the world. Insane. I mean, like I say. How many people can say that they're allowed out and allowed to go around and train and, and that's what we're doing. But you have to keep your groups very small, obviously, and that's what we're doing. We're listening to what they tell us to do. Like, for example, first of all, it started by closing the gym. Then it was closing the nightclubs, the bars. Then it was closing off areas. So we're, we're kind of confined into one area now. But everyone that I want to train with lives in that area. And then we, we just have two or three people training every day. Keep our group small and it's perfect. So what is the daily schedule like for you? Is it different every day or do you try to keep the same same uh, schedule every day? Well, every day I wake up, I do 90 minutes cardio every morning. That'll be skipping, shadow boxing, swimming. Uh, I've got a pool, so it's it's very good. And it's something I wanted to work on for a long time. Anyway, I know how beneficial swimming can be. And I've just neglected it for a few years. So I'm glad I've, I finally took that up. So I've been doing that. Uh, and then at 5 p.m. is when we'll group train. I'll either do pads or work with Frank or spa or just, you know. So, like I say, my life hasn't changed one bit, to be honest. This whole thing hasn't affected me in the slightest. With the the sparring, man, that must have, that must be so beneficial because there's guys around the world. I've been I've been interviewing guys that have UFC fights coming up, and they're stuck in their basement with a with the airdyne and a a bag and, and a squat rack and nobody else there's no bodies with them so it's like you feel for those guys right <laughs> i couldn't i couldn't imagine doing a fight camp like that i don't think it's fair i don't think we're going to see the best in the athlete um, and i don't think it's the right time to be putting fights on right now to be honest yeah it's uh it's terrible but hey you like you said you're in a good situation now uh the the tournament you know the featherweight tournament it's it's postponed, so you don't know exactly when it's going to start. So possibly it could be a shortened season. Would that benefit certain fighters, you think? I mean, that's the first I've heard of them shortening it. But if they did that, who knows what they're going to do? Who knows? I know they've got all my weight brackets sussed out now. Everyone's been signed that's going to get signed. 
and we're ready to go. I'm ready to go. Like, give me a date and let's work towards that. I mean, I'm training every day, my ass off. I'm in a very advantageous position. Whereas if they said like the fights in six weeks, it would benefit me massively because I'm in camp. I'm training in camp, whereas it wouldn't the other fighters. So it's not really fair on them. And I would like to see the best of everybody this year. When you look at the the contenders, you know, in that bracket, who do you see as the guys that are up there? The maybe the top four guys. Listen, you've got to look at Lance Palmer first of all. He's ten and zero in PFL. He's not been beaten, and he's dominating everyone. So we've got to give him. The, the toughest the toughest challenger um, and then you've got to look at Movlid Habalayev uh, Russian guy who's playing knee knockout of Damien Thing or whatever that was a really he's up there he also trains at Tiger which is kind of crazy <laughs> um, yeah so you got him and then you've got Bubba Jenkins who's just been signed uh, another strong wrestler um, Alex Gilpin who got the, to the final last year beat everyone and then you've got Daniel Pineda yeah who popped for steroids but knocked everybody out before that. So it's like, I don't know if he's back in there. I don't know what's going on with that situation. So there's a couple of good guys knocking around. But these are the guys I want to be fighting and I want to be proving myself against. And I want to be in a millionaire by the end of the year. And that's always been the goal and that will remain the same. In this tournament, it's like the goal is to win. Not really to be exciting, right? It's like, it's it's different compared to other promotions. Other promotions, like, you need to be exciting, and you need to win. But this one is like, you need to win. And then you get a million dollars at the end, which is which is better. It's a catch-22. Yeah. Like, I'll give you an example. So my, my last two fights with PFL, I went in with a totally different mindset. I didn't care whether I was excited or not. I just wanted to win the fight. And it's a totally different dynamic. Um, Lance Palmer would have been released from the UFC by now, mm. probably, for, for his fights. Because... Yeah, he wins, but no one don't want to see the way he fights. You know what I mean? Like even the, the final is boring, and he gets a lot of criticism for it. But he's won two and a half million dollars, so who cares what anybody says? Uh, so it's kind of like a it's a double-edged sword. Uh, I think that's why PFL are quite excited about me because I have a pretty good, exciting style. I'm not going to try and lay and pray. I'm going to try and really take the fight to you. So I think that's why people are excited to see me in the tournament this year. Have you uh, had experience in fighting? Multiple times in one night? Never, but I'm training hard for it. And I've got a pretty good tank on myself. <laughs> what a great new challenge this yeah. is. It's such a... Like I said, I've been, I've been fighting MMA for 12 years now, and to, to find something new at this stage is great, and that's what it is. It's something brand new. Fought in a lot of promotions in a lot of countries, and this is, this is something brand new for me, and I'm really excited to be a part of it. If you could take on any other guys, right, in the first round, like who would you choose? I nearly slid into the final against Lance Palmer. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen that last year, what happened. Mm-hmm. Lance Palmer, uh, Daniel Pineda popped, and I was like, give me the shot, right? Because Pineda popped, and then they were like, oh, and then Alex Gilpin had already been beat by Palmer mm-hmm. twice that season. I'm like, why? No one don't want to see that fight again. I don't want to see that fight again. And it was boring again. It was a boring fight. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I wanted to slide in. I want to test myself against Lance Palmer. You say Lance Palmer's the dog's bollocks. I want to fight Lance Palmer. Um, that's the goal. And hopefully it happens this year. That That is the goal. I want to beat the best guy. I want to beat the guy that's 10-0 that no one thinks I can beat. Even when that fight came across, um, I was like, look, I want to take it. And I seen a couple of my coaches' faces like, ooh. And I'm like, yeah, I want to prove them wrong. I want to prove everyone wrong. And I want to fight Lance Palmer for that title this year. That's the goal. In in the UK, you know, there's not many fighters from that from that area fighting for PFL. 
you know, has has the interest grew more and more in that area since you got signed? Yeah, I'm the only UK fighter on the roster. Um, so it's pretty big in that in that sense. And like I say, after the contender, there was plenty of offers on the table, but these guys offered me seven fights in 12 months. How many other promotions can offer you that? Nobody. Uh, so I was like, seven fights, nice signing bonus, good pay all the way through, great exposure, and just really good people. And I've never been so happy to fight for an organization. I can't wait to get started this year. A lot of lot of wrestlers. You got one of the best wrestling coaches with you every day, one on one, which is so great for you. And uh, yeah, man, I'm excited to see what you can do in this tournament coming up because uh, there's there's a few names, but you're the guy that's kind of like the dark horse, you know, the one that did fight last yeah, yeah. season but didn't fight, you know, in, later in the playoffs. And it's like, what can he do later in the playoffs? That's what people want to see. Yeah, yeah, twice in one night. Let's see what you got. Uh, yeah. Like I could say these guys are just gonna try and lay in praise. No secret. It's out of the twelve in my weight class, about seven of them are wrestlers. So all I'm doing is wrestling my ass off every day and I can't wait to show how good my takedown defense is. People have no idea how good my takedown defense is, so I can't wait to show the world. Yeah, man. Well, Brent, thank you so much for the time, man. Uh continue your training on your on the island. It's like a movie for you, man. It's like you're gonna tell this story to your kids when you grow up, like uh, you know. During this time, I was locked in their island, but I was training every day, man. It's 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 pretty crazy. It is, it is, and I'm very fortunate. And uh, you know, don't take it for granted.